Hello everyone, how are we all doing today? Hello, Sharice Johnson Moore here. And I have been on vacation for the last two weeks. And I had time in my life. I had a time in my life. I just want to tell you all about it because I think everybody needs time to sit down, step away from the computer, step away from Facebook, Instagram, um, for a little time. <clears throat> Not a lot, just a little bit. And recuperate and take some time off and step away from the computer. Cut off, cut off the notification uh, apps. Cut the notifications off to them and just take a break. You know, um, I advise this to all couples, all single people. If you run the business or anything of that nature, you need to turn around and you need to turn around and take a break sometimes. Sometimes you take a break and give your your eyes a new perspective, okay? So sit back and relax this episode. It's a bonus for, bonus footage for you. Well, bonus audio as they call it. Um, I wanna tell you all the good things that happened on my vacation. Alright, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye babies. Today, hello, 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 hello. It has been a minute since I have talked to you. So, so many things have changed for me, and um, I wanted to give some good news. Some good news. Can we talk about some good news for a change? And I wanted to talk about it because it's something that I'm not used to. And I know. This episode is for mothers. Mothers that did not, how can I say, I'm going to be honest here, did not do right by your children. And you're on this path now that you have gotten yourself together and you have gotten uh, all the aspects of your life into perspective taking into account what you did did and didn't do for your children I take this into account of it is all coming back and God has just God is blessing you God is blessing you anyway when you when you get yourself together I mean, you might have done some horrible things in your life. You might have been the worst mother in the world. You might have been a drug addict. You might have been a prostitute. You might have abandoned your kids. You might have left your kids, you know, um, you know, and maybe done some worse things than that. But I want to say to all the mothers, I know I'm kind of late with this one, but I'm going to say Happy Mother's Day. I'm going to say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers that have struggled with being a mother. You didn't know what motherhood was about. You didn't know 
what it consists of. You didn't know what it entailed. You didn't know nothing. Okay? But you have gotten yourself together as a mother. You've gotten yourself together in so many ways that you uh, you astonish yourself. <laughs> I know I did it for me. It has done it. Life has astonished me with some things that have turned around. You know, you hear that song is turning around for me, and then you look at you look back over your life as a mother, and the things that you didn't do, and the things that you could do, and the things that you tried to do. And you, like, first, I want to say to all the mothers, please forgive yourselves. Please forgive yourself. Like Iyala says, first you have to forgive yourself. Then you go to the next move of forgiving others or asking for forgiveness, as they say. So, uh, my journey as a mother has not been a good one, not been a good one, but I get, I prayed about it, I've, you know, done my due diligence with it, as being a mother, and I realized that I have caused so much pain in my children's lives that they are messed up now, they are messed up. But I'm still praying that the words that come out of my mouth are very happy words now. Because I used to be one of those mothers that screamed and yelled at my kids because that was what was done to me as a child when it came to my parents, especially my mother. Because my mother revealed to me that she didn't know I raised no children either. And... Sometimes it is a point of that you don't know how to do this thing called motherhood. You don't. And then with my own mother, me and her had a revelational conversation in 2010. And that owed my ass to a lot of stuff that she went through in her childhood and her life to be the person that she is and why she does what she does, and um, why she did what she did, you know. And I'm just, I realized in my life that I had did, I was doing a generational, a generational thing in my family as far as women on my mother's side was concerned. You know, where my mother's parents were alcoholics. My mother's parents, um died from alcoholism. My mother's parents did a whole lot of things, you know, and the only way she gave attention to my mother, my mother revealed this to me, was that um, she was, the only way she got attention was when they got drunk and they wanted to start beating on people. So that's what my mother had to deal with as growing up. She was an abused child uh, from two alcoholic parents. And that revealed so much to me in our conversation. She also revealed to me that um, that when I came along, when she discovered that she was pregnant with me and she saw how my father's mother lived, she decided that she wanted me to have more out of life 
that I had, I had a better chance of making it in this world with my father's mother. Not my father, but my father's mother. You know, and um, and now, uh, you know, I I, re- I reveal so much in my podcast. I reveal so much about me as a person because these are private moments that I want to share, that I care to share as a mother, as a individual, as a woman, as an individual, and giving my props to the women that are come before me for this Mother's Day segment, right? So, and yes, my father's mother was the ultimate woman. My grandmother, Lena Cross Artist, (laughs) came from a living on a living on land owned by a white man my grandma was born in 1915 and as I think about it she's done a lot in her life to better herself she didn't let nobody stick her in no box she didn't let nobody stick her in a category my grandmother um, showed me so many things in life that you can't accomplish no matter where you come from, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, no matter who it is, she never let nothing stop her, my grandmother, my father's mother. I do not know much about my mother's mother, but the only thing I do know is that my mother endured abuse at the hands of her mother and her father. And that's what turned her into an alcoholic because her parents were alcoholics too. But she had enough wisdom to know when I came along that she wanted, she saw somebody that opened a door. God, she saw a door that was open for me to have a better life and she put me in that life. When she gave me custody of my, gave me, gave custody of me to my grandmother and my step-grandfather. And my grandmother shared some wisdom about my father's father as well. And the thing is, is that she realized, my grandmother realized when my father's father um, did not want to be in his son's life, she said, I have to take care of my son on my own, do what I got to do, and that's going to be it. And I have to keep moving forward to give him a better life. Yes, my grandma used to live on this land, taking care of this land. It was called the Jordan Farm. I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I guess, you know, what it might, they worked on, they worked as laborers for this white man on the Johnson farm, okay? And um, the Jordan, Jordan farm, whatever the place was. And my grandmother said she didn't want to do that the rest of her life. And she decided to move north. She's in Virginia, like Gates County, Virginia, in the country. Yes, I have been there. And, you know, it's just farmland. And my grandmother decides to move on to 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 have a better space, a better place for her child to grow up in. 
And the thing is, is that I'm so I'm so proud of the lineage I come from. You know, I've taken that for granted too, my lineage of the women that I come from. You know, that, and when you're growing up, you don't see all that. You don't think about that stuff about where do I come from and who do I come from and what kind of stock do I come from. You don't think about that. But after you lose these people, your grandmother, your father, and your mother, in a period of, in a period of, um, a period of, I say four years, you start thinking about life a lot different. You know, and me watching Iyanla Van Zandt show taught me a lot. Taught me a whole lot about myself, about my life, about what I did, what I did, what I, you know, it taught me a lot. And I'm so thankful for that show. Um, oh, Iyanla fixed my life, okay? So, I started on this path after I lost the three most important people in my life. And I started down this path of I wanted to I wanted to be in my children's life. Cause I had just I had looked at it as I had destroyed these people that I had created. And I'm so busy, so busy worrying about myself that I neglect the ones that I have. So I started on this journey. I started on this journey of Self-reflection, self-reflection, self-acknowledge, being responsible for my own actions and taking those actions and turning them into good, doing something positive with the negativity I had created. And I told myself, I said, let me sit down and have a conversation with my kids. So I started with my oldest son, Brandon Dion Thomas. And I told him the situation. I told him how he came into this world. I didn't leave out no details. I don't wanna I, I decided not to lie to my children anymore. I decided not to hold back on them anymore. I decided to tell them the truth. I didn't want them to think that I had abandoned them. I didn't want them to carry that stigma with them anymore that my mama didn't want me. Because when I had my children, I decided to go ahead. And I wanted to to rip and run and do all this. My grandmother saw better than what I knew about life. And because of my wildness and things of that nature, she decided to take custody of my children my two boys and my thing is sometimes you don't think the things that older people do in your life you might think it's painful but if you look back over it you know God stepped in and did gave you someone that knew better than what you knew that knew more than what you know about life 
That might seem it might seem painful. It was painful at the time. It was painful at the time. It was painful at the time what she did to me, and I had a had a grudge against her because she took my kids away from me. And I was like, okay, now that I look back over that, God knew what my children needed. Okay, so I decided to start with my oldest son. And I just I just told him the truth. I just told him the truth. I told him how life is. I told him what I went through. I told him all these things about me. Because I didn't want to leave out nothing. I don't want them guessing. I don't want them uh, being... I, I wanted to free their mind. I wanted to free their spirits from being so hateful. Or being so grudgeful. For being um, those things that set a person on a path of self-destruction sometimes when we think about stuff when we think of it it, it makes us do destructive stuff because we we start doing drugs we start doing uh, pills we start doing a whole bunch of stupid stuff in our life just to alleviate the pain okay you know well you know and I had to come to that rationalization is this is what I created because of my life, because of my decisions with my children, this is the life that I created. But I decided to do something different after that death of my three love, my three most important people in my life. I want to change the perspective me and my children had because I didn't have that say I didn't I didn't have that kind of conversation with my mom. I mean, until 2010. You know, that's almost that's 30 years. That's like 30 years. So I decided to go on this path and I wanted to start my kids and I wanted I wanted them to get a good understanding of what was going on. My youngest son, Patrick, Patrick Wright Moore, which is by my husband, I was married. I ran off, got married, because I wanted to get out the house, but I left my oldest son there with my grandmother. Because she had already gotten custody of him. And so my thing is so, I know y'all thinking I'm rambling on, but I'm trying to give you a backstory of what's going on to this present day of the of the of the trip of my life. There was a trip of my life. Like I said, I was I even sat down with my youngest son Patrick, my middle my middle son, and talked with him and gave him the truth serum too. Yes, I gave him the medicine, as they call it. <laughs> I gave him the Kool Aid. Um, so. Me as a mother, I, I learned, I'd rather be honest with you and tell you the truth than sugarcoat a lot of stuff. Because that was what was done to me in my life. A lot of stuff was sugarcoated and told in one on uh, uh, a one-sided story, and I didn't want my kids to think. I didn't I didn't want my kids to, to keep that one-sided story and keep that for the rest of their life. So when I decided to be honest with my two oldest sons, they turned around and started treating me different. And this is what I prayed for. This is what I prayed for. Then I, I when I asked for forgiveness for them, for not being the mother, not being there for them, not being the caregiver that they needed, that I should have been. When I ask for forgiveness, I ask my children for forgiveness. And that's what God laid. God laid this all this stuff on my heart. To be honest with my children, 
from now on, don't sugarcoat nothing and ask for forgiveness. You know, and things started changing for our, our, you know, for me and my two boys' relationship. Now, I want to put this out there. But I have a daughter, or a daughter as well. And my daughter, I decided to do the same thing that my mother did to me. But it was, instead of it being uh, my, my, you know, instead of it being a grandmother, I decided to do, a, it was a sister move. I decided to do a sister move. I gave her to my sister from, I decided to give my daughter Demetrius Raquel Dominique Sample a second chance in life and I let my I gave her to my sister and she's been my sister ever since yes I messed up on that 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 road too but I want to say to my daughter that I love you and that I, I I miss you and I know that you are you are you were in better hands than you were you were in better hands than what I could do. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say about that. So getting back to this, this, this thing about my two boys, they start treating me different. Mom, how you doing? Do you need anything? Do you how you doing today? Da, 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 da. And then my, my, you know, and we started talking more. We started having a conversation. And then they started talking about girls, relationship stuff with me. And I never, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe we having this conversation, right? <laughs> and our relationships have blossomed and they have grown and they have done so many things, you know, where I didn't think was possible. But God made a way because I kept praying about, Lord, can you change my relationship with my children? Can you can you help me with the relationship with my children? And God has done that for me. See, when you when 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 you put God in an equation, things will change, and you don't you might not think they change it, but they change it slowly but surely. And you know, I had to learn in my in my in myself. I had to stop yelling. I had to stop screaming. I had to stop responding on a sporadic. Oh, you know, like telling them everything is wrong and, and they're never gonna do anything right. And you know, I was one of kind of those negative mothers. But I had to learn how to absorb taking a conversation. But I also had to turn around and did and say. I don't want to be talked to. I, I don't want to be called bees. I don't want to be screamed at because you can't get what you want. I, I don't want to be just, you know, like like I'm I'm one of the women in the street. Oh, f u b and things like that because my older son used to give it to me like that. And I know I didn't get no respect from him, and I, I was like, okay, well maybe if I turn around and do this and say, look. I'm not going to be disrespected like that. I know I've done some things in your life, but I still deserve the respect 
that I require. And I'm not going to be answering to no B's and no F's and no, um, you know, just talking to me any old kind of way. Like I'm not their mother. Like I'm some woman in the street. So I had to, I had to, earn, I had to earn my respect, and I had to, I, I, I deserve my respect, regardless of how bad a mother I am. I still deserve the respect. That's one thing I had to stand up for myself with that too. That I had to, because I was trying to sit and make up for all the time that I wasn't with my children. I was trying to give them everything, buy them, buy this, buy that. Every time they call me, ask for money. Mom, can I have? Mom, can I have? And I give it to them. And then I got to the point where I, I don't got no money. I wasn't getting no Mother's Day gift. I wasn't getting no cards. I wasn't getting no Christmas. I wasn't getting nothing. But every five minutes, somebody was calling me, asking me, can I have some money? No. After you turn, then I had to give him to him. After you turn 18, I don't have to give you nothing. I don't have to sit here and be degraded or be put down or be talked to nasty. And then I'm supposed to give in to that. And you disrespect me like that. And I'm supposed to give you some, oh, no. It ain't happening like that, buddy. So, I started making dope my two boys. They call me, Ma, I need this. Ma, I need that. No. Mm-mm. Sometimes you had to make them grow up. You had to make them grow up and take care of themselves. Besides, mama, give me, give me, give me, give me all time. Because that's what they was used to, the two boys. Ma, I need this. Ma, I need that. And then I go out my way. And then, you know, and then then it was like, Chan, let me tell you, I've been through stuff with my children where I have had them in my house and they have disrespected my my boyfriend at the time and I had to put them out my house because they were not going to come to my house and overrule me, okay? Just some things I don't know what, I don't know what you might have dealt with your kids, but yeah, I'm going to keep it real when I dealt with my kids. But my thing is, is that you deserve your respect as a parent. Now you're older. So give your parents the respect that is due. We are going to take a little break, a commercial break, and I shall be returning in a moment. Okay, babies? So hold your horses. Just a little commercial break from the people that allow us to do what we do. Anchor.com. Okay, babies? Be back in a little while. Wise, as far as talking, as far as communicating, um, now I talk to my boys every day, every day. They call me every day, whether it's WhatsApp or just call or, you know, video chat or things of that nature. And they, hey, mama, how are you doing? Are you okay? And then all of a sudden, this past mother's, I wasn't expecting this. Something out of the blue, out of the blue, my oldest son says, Mother, 
how would you like to come to Miami to visit for Mother's Day? I was like, oh my God, really? You know, he said, well, I want to I want to spend time with you for Mother's Day. I want you to, you know, I want to spend time together. And that was the shock of my life. That was the shock of my life. It, it was like, like God had, like God just said, it's your time, it's your season, it's your, it's, 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 it's about you now. It's your, it's your turn. And I was like, okay, well, when you want me to come? He was like, well, can you leave tomorrow? I was like, no, I gotta make, I gotta get a ride. Cause right now I'm not, I don't have any transportation. So I have to make arrangements to get where I want to get. And the nearest airport is almost 30 miles from my house. So I had to make arrangements. I said, well, okay, look, go ahead. And we're going to put this date as May, May, uh, you know, in May. So we made the arrangements for a week later. Well, maybe a couple of days later, that, that following weekend. So I was like, okay, all right. Um, so he said, Ma, don't worry about nothing. I got you. Um, I'm gonna get your plane ticket. I'm gonna go ahead and, and and you don't have to worry about no kind of expenses. This is all on me. And in my, I, I'll say in my in my inner spirit, God was speaking to me, and He says, "Go on this trip." When my first my son first mentioned it, God spoke to me and says. It's your time. Go on the trip. So we make arrangements, and I get my plane. I get all my. He got my itinerary mapped all out. What plane I supposed to take, and this and the third. And luckily, I ran across this lady here in Uniontown, and she had put a flyer out at the bus stop about she does transportation for people that need transportation. So I go ahead and call the lady and everything and, and whatnot and make arrangements for the ride from my house to the airport in Pittsburgh. And I was so excited. You talk about somebody excited. Like, oh, I get to go on a trip that I don't have to pay for. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Right? So I was sitting there like, okay, all right. You know, and I'm excited and everything and whatnot. And Went on the trip, got on the plane. I made arrangements with the lady, and she didn't charge me but sixty dollars. I thought she was gonna charge me a hundred, but she said I'm charging sixty dollars to pick you up from your house and take you to the airport. I said, okay, cool. My son said, oh, you need money for that? I said, yeah. The lady charged me a hundred dollars. My son sent me the money for that too. Shocker, right? Because. I had, I, I had never, this is my first experience of, this is my first experience as a mother that somebody was giving me something, was doing something for me. And that brought tears to my eyes. I'm talking about weeping tears of joy from this, this experience. Weeping tears of joy from this experience. 
And the thing was, I was like, okay, all right, get the ride, get to the airport. The lady driving, her and her husband are, are, are doing this, you know, on their own. And, you know, and, and I talked to them and a nice conversation on the way there to the airport. Got to the airport, I already had checked in because they do the early check-in. Okay? So, I said, okay. Cool. I didn't have to stress about nothing. I went through the TSA line like that, like a like a like nobody business. You know, I packed for this trip and and I knew I was going to Miami, so I probably gonna be hot. So I didn't pack nothing that was gonna make me hot. Okay. So I'm ready and everything and I get on the plane and everything and and, and no problem. It was it was like, have you ever asked God for something and then when you get it, you shock this crap? I mean, the shocker of my life. Like, I can't believe I'm going on this trip and I didn't have to spend a dime. And my son is paying for this trip. Oh my God, my oldest son. Yes, yes, yes. Brandon Dion Thomas shocked me for Mother's Day. And going to trip and everything, you know, whatnot, and, um, you know, so, I was like, okay, cool, straight flight, flight was no problem, flight was no problem, except for maybe, um, the flight, my flight that arrived in, I can't remember where we, I had to transfer, I had to make a pit, I, I stopped, and I can't remember where it was. I think it was Charlotte. Charlotte. It was a little late, so I missed my my. Oh, I missed the next flight. I next my next plane. I missed that, but I didn't have any problems. I said, "Well, okay, just let me go to the to the customer service and see what happened." Okay, she checked. She fixed my ticket to catch the next train, the next plane out to go to Miami. And I was like, "Okay, ain't no problem. Great, great next flight." Got to Miami. My son was step. My son said, "Mama, I said, well, I'm here. I called as soon as I got there, right?" I said, "All right, Mama. I, I, you know, I called my son and said, look, 'Look, I'm here. Where you at?'" Okay, Mama. Oh, uh, I'm right here, Mom. I said, "Okay." I said, "Where at?" He said, "Well, come out to the come out to the next step of the next. It's like three lanes of traffic for the for the app for the uh, uh, arrival section." So he was there. He gave me in the car, opened the door for me. He was like, okay, um, we was chilling. We was on the way to the house. Everything was nice. I kind of got on his nerves because I was asking why he was speaking so fast. I'm not used to being on the Audubon. I'm over. <laughs> okay. He was like, mama, I'm driving. Can I drive, please? I was like, okay, let me just be quiet and sit back and relax and stop trying to control everything and everybody and just enjoy this trip. He said, please do. And um, so we get to the house and we got this nice house, this four bedroom house. And I was take, I was in a, I was in like the shock of my life. Like, am I in a movie or something? Um, is this where where the where the cameras at? You know, right? So because I was just in a shocker, and my son 
He says, Mama, I know it's kind of probably late and everything. And um, so we sit there and and he he's like, okay, um, I want to take you out. I said, okay, we could go out. And we, we go out and he take me to this nice restaurant. He take me to this nice, nice restaurant. By my plane being late, we made arrangements to go out to eat the next night. So this is the next night. We go out and everything and and whatnot and and, and go to this place and it's called um it's called okay, it's a place we went to I wrote it down. Bar G restaurant in Miami. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that. Barton G restaurant in Miami. Had the time of my life, child. Yes, I did, right? So, we started off with the appetizers. And we started off, and I didn't... And um, I had, like, one alcoholic drink. Now, I'm not a drinker. I'm not... not a, I'm not a drinker anymore. I don't, I don't drink every day. I don't drink... I might drink on special occasions, but this was the best special occasion. So I said, I give me a drink, and we sat there, ate our salad, and we ate, and the salad was so big that I couldn't even finish that for the main course. Okay, so I sip on my drink, sip on my drink, right? <laughs> and the drink creeps up on me, and I'm thinking I put my cell phone in my pocketbook. But I remember that I remember that I went to the bathroom and I must have left my phone in the bathroom. Okay. So we had dinner. We had a good time. We ate. We talked. We enjoyed ourselves. I he had a smile on his face and I had to tell him I would say I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you that that you became the man that I knew you would become. And I thank God that you are in my life. And I thank God for your love and your support. And I will support you in everything that you do. I, I, the one thing I've never, never, I'm like my grandmother, my grandmother. My grandmother says, support them no matter what they do. Support them and show them and talk to them, sit down with them and have a conversation with them and tell them right from wrong. But I couldn't I couldn't say nothing but praise on him. I couldn't just do nothing but praise on him for what he had become, what he he become a grown man and he became a grown man on his own. And I was so proud of him that he stepped out of his childish ways to become a man. Now, I told him I was so proud of him that night at the table. And I, um, I still get emotional about it now. Excuse me. Um, so my thing is, we sat there and we talked and we, and I listened and he asked me for advice and I gave it and, and I said, well, all I can do is give this, I mean, I'm sitting in the back of my head, I can give you this advice but you're a grown man and you make the decision for what you do with it. Okay. We did, we, you know, and also 
like I said, the drink creeped up on me. <laughs> and I got the tipsy. I got tipsy. I don't see and tell no stories. Yes, the, the drink had me drunk, okay? So, we finished dinner. We finished, we talking, we laughing and everything. Get in the car, we go home. Next morning, my pocketbook falls off the edge of the bed. And that's when I realized I have lost my phone, okay? <laughs> lost my phone. I said, okay, I lost my phone. So, um... Um, my my son has a dog. Her name is Mama. If y'all ever see any posts or anything about about a, about a dog, that's that I have a I have this. My son has a dog, and I love her. Her name is Mama, and she's a pit bull. And she's not no little girl. She's not no. She's not a puppy. She's she's a year old, but she look like a full grown pit bull. She still probably got some growing to do, of course. So, me, you know, and I take to the dog and everything. And my son says, Mama, I got to go out of town for a couple of days. Can you stay? You'll be all right here by yourself. I said, baby, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be great. So, we have fun and we talk and stuff. And then he packs up and goes on his trip back to Las Vegas because he has to take care of some business. And these are the things that a mother is proud of. When your son is financially stable and he's not asking you for stuff, he's giving you stuff. He's showering me with all kinds of things. And I'm not, this is one thing I was not used to. So it, everything is a shocker to me. It's like a, a shocker to me. Like all these prayers I've been asking for God for, God is sitting here answering, answering them in my face. And I'm sitting there like, am I, am, I, am I in a dream? Is this a dream, Lord? You know, and God says, sit back and enjoy it. Stop doubting. Stop worrying. Stop worrying and just enjoy your time with your son. So my son leaves. And he goes to Las Vegas to attend his business. All right, me and the dog mama, we are sitting there. We enjoying each other. I'm taking care of her because I love dogs. I love dogs. I've had a dog ever since I could remember, since I was a kid. I've always had a dog in my life. So, me and her, you know, we, you know, and I've gotten used to her. She's gotten used to me and everything. And, and she even decides she wants to sleep now there's a problem my son called me one day and said mom um show me show me you know um you know I want to make sure he, he now he specifically told me this before he left the house do not let her get in the bed do not let the dog get in the bed okay but I ain't think nothing of it you know okay so he was not in a good mood when I showed him the dog in the bed. He made her get out of the bed, so she got up. That's her master. So she got up and got on her bed on the floor. Okay, and then we kind of almost had a falling out. We almost had a, almost kind of had a falling out behind that. But um, we talked it over, and 
and we decided, you know, that that was it. And we we he made his rules, and I had to buy by his rules because it is his house. Okay, so so we get past that and we have fun and everything, and um um my son comes back in the town, and a few days before I'm supposed to leave, and he takes me out. And he takes me out to the point where he takes me shopping. And we go to, he said, Mama, go and take you out, you know, go show you, you know, go show you the, we go to the casino. So what's the name of it? He said, I said, what's the name of the casino? He said, Hard Rock Guitar Casino, the one that's in Miami. Hard Hard Rock Cafe, Hotel, Casino, Guitar casino. Okay, we go there and everything's nice and whatnot and, and everything and and uh, I'm I'm just as nice and happy and everything is cool and everything. And he take me to the sh- to this shop called the Lux Lux Clothing Lux Clothing Store and girls in it. You know, it's two girls working in the store and everything. They nice and Dion is showing me around. The different shops and the different places in the, in this in this hotel and the shops in there and everything and I go in the shop and this shop is off the chain. This is a shop. This is this is a store, a clothing store. It's Lux. It's called Luxury. It's really called Lux, but short sh- Luxury is short for Luxury. So. You go in the shop and everything and whatnot and there. I'm, I'm, you know, and I like it in there and, you know, things are, 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 are marvelous. Things are so marvelous. So, we're going to get back into this topic. We're going to come back and I'll give you all those details, okay, babies, about my shopping experience. But first, we have to take a commercial break. All right? Be right back. Be right back. All right, all right, all right. It's return time. Hi, everybody. Sherry Johnson Moore here. Okay, let's get back into this story, which is my trip for Mother's Day. Visiting my oldest son for Mother's Day. Okay, now, like I was saying, um, yes, he took me to the store called The Lux in the hotel, right? We get in there, and I look around, and I must say, nice store. Very nice store. Oh, I love this store. The store is off the chain, okay? But one thing I was not ready for was the prices on these items of the items in the store, right? So we sitting there and everything, and I'm looking around, and I looked at this one dress. And I'm going to say this. I've never been in a store this expensive before, okay? Shocker, 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 right? And... My son said, Mom, I'm going to go ahead and give you $200. Okay, I'm going to give you $200. So he gave me $200. I go in the store, 
and I look around and everything and, and I look at these dresses and I look at these prices and I'm sitting there like, wow, right? So, I see the sand, I see the little shoe selection, the shoe selection in the store. And um, I asked one of the the uh, young ladies that work in the store, I asked her, I said, well, um, excuse me, ma'am, but how much are these shoes? They, they flip-flops, they look nice, they design, they, everything is, you know. So she said, $86. I said, okay, $86. All right, so turn around and start, you know, I didn't, you know, I was like, no, I'm not, I'm used I'm going to keep it real here. I'm not used to spending $86 on one item, okay? I was not used to that, okay? Not on some flip-flops with, um, they nice, they pretty, okay? They look, they look expensive, right? So, um, so then I said, I asked the lady, you know, I, I'd asked the lady that question. And then some say, no, I'm not used to, I'm used to, I'm used to Walmart. I'm used to Gabe's, if you live in Pennsylvania. I'm used to maybe going to JCPenney's or something like that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not used to expensive items, right? So I went back, walked out the store, found my son. And my son asked, my son uh, said, did you see anything in the store you like? I said, yeah, these, these um, flip-flops, but they were $86. He said, why did you get them? I said, because they're $86. And then I said, you know what I can do with $86? My son said, Ma, I just gave you $200. So what you tripping for? Ain't like you ain't like you buying them anyway. So, you know, me being the hesitant person I am, and I'm not used to these kind of items being expensive. I'm used to, I'm used to shopping at Walmart, Gabe's, JCPenney's, you know, and uh, places like that. So I go in here and I go ahead and get the get the get the flip flops. Okay, nice, pretty flip flops. Now I look around. My, my son walk. We walk back to the store and I purchase the shoes. So he said, "Ma, is there anything else you want in the store?" So I was looking at the prices of this one, like pink chiffon, pink kind of silk, silk silk dress and the price on the dress was 500 some dollars I was like oh my god right like oh Jesus help me (laughs) then my son said is that what you want I said "Mm." I looked at it then I looked at another it looked like a a, a, it looked like it could go as a uh, another uh, another pink that matches the pink, the first pink dress I looked at, but it was like more like a, um, how can I say? It's more of a, like a cover up, like a, like a, a silky, silky night robe type out dress. So I was like, okay, and I looked at that one, and I said, it's $1,054. I was like, okay. So my son said, do you want to get those? No, I was like, eh, no. I was real tra- I was real hesitant about shopping in this store because I was not used 
to high fashion in this. I was not used to buying high, high, high purchase items, um, luxury dress items in this uh, money range. I'm gonna say it like this: in this range, right? Now, like, no, no. I just kept looking around the store. I kept looking around the store, and then I seen this one dress. I said, ooh, that's it right there. That's it. I love that right there. So before I could finish the sentence and I turn around, my son was on his way to the cash register. And um, he said, if that's what you want, I'll get you what you want. He said, because he said, once he said, once I said what I said, that I love the dress, he said, okay, I'm getting this for my mama. He didn't ask me no questions. He didn't, he didn't, I didn't even, I had gotten to the point where he said, mom, you can get anything you want out this store. You, my mama, it's Mother's Day and you deserve, you deserve the best. And I almost teared up in the store. Because, like I said, me and him have never had this type of relationship before. And that was something I was not used to. You know how, you know, I see a lot of people, you know, where their children have made it. You know, we see a lot of that on Facebook. We see a lot of that on Instagram and Twitter and things like that. Where the, where the children, where you're a grown person now, you, now that you have got the money, you want to splurge on your mother, Right. And they're, they're splurging, they, their sons and daughters splurge on their parents. And I was like, you know, I used to be envious of that. I used to be like, oh, I wish one day, you know, I hope one, I hope one day I, I get spoiled like that. And like I said, when God gives you a blessing and answers a prayer that you have been praying for for a long, long time and then you actually get it, it is a shocker and you are stunned and you don't have the words to express that you didn't think this day would ever come and so he got the dress alright okay cool got the dress he said mom is there anything else you want in the store and I said no that's it and that was my man that was, that was it for me that one dress so I didn't even bother to ask what the price was. Cause I like, you know what, ain't no need. Just go ahead and go with the flow and stop thinking about, stop thinking about money for a minute and let somebody spoil you. And don't ask questions about how much they spend on you because that's really in actuality rude. So, you know, and um, so we got the dress. Then he said, Ma, ain't you gonna try to dress on? So okay, I'll try to dress on. <laughs> so I tried to dress on. The dress has it's got it shows a lot of cleavage on the dummy in the window. It was one of those uh display dresses. And he said, Mama, ain't you gonna try to dress on? I said, Okay, I'll try to dress on. And I said, okay. I tried that dress on and it, it has snaps and it shows a lot of cleavage. You know, it shows a lot of cleavage. 
So, and then it had like a snap, like in the in the in, in the middle of the dress at the top. It had um uh, uh, one of those hooks, the hook shoe, uh, a hook. Then it had the pull string, then another hook. Okay, I tried to dress on. And I looked at myself in the mirror. I looked at myself in the mirror. And the mirror was like, <laughs> girl, you look good as, you know, you look good in this dress, right? Oh, I like this dress and everything. And I was just pressing around. Now, the dress was too long. So I said, okay, is there possible that you have, like me and my son, we asked the, the ladies in the store, is it possible that you could get a seamstress or a tailor to come in? She said, yes, we have to call him. Call. We have a tailor that comes in and he does the, um, the work. So I said, okay, all right. No problem. So they said, well, we have to call and make arrangements. Okay. So I took the dress home with me. And then, okay, we went home with the dress and everything. I tried to dress on. Dress was pretty. Oh, dress was the bomb, right? And I felt like a million bucks in this dress, right? So we went home, went to his house, and, and I hung the dress up in the closet and everything. And then my son said, okay, well, we're going to go back to see about the tailor. So we went back to the store the next day. But, uh, but um, the tailor wasn't in. And um, I wore my a regular dress I had brought with me. So my son said, you know what? It look good with that dress um, would be them Gucci shoes. I said, What? I was like, oh, God. He's like, well, try on them shoes, right? I want to see you in the Gucci shoes because them Gucci shoes look good with the dress I just got you. I tried them shoes on. And child. Okay, so um, over the years, my feet, I used to wear them. I call them stripper shoes, okay? That's what I was used to wearing in my 20s and 30s, right? So some kind of way my feet have my feet have changed because maybe it's weight or age or something. You know, I don't I don't know what it is. I tried the shoes on, the shoes fit nice that night. That shoes fit. Ooh, they was the bomb, right? <laughs> so I had the dress on. Uh, so, you know, so later on that night he see, so he got me the shoes. So I got the shoes. So we went, left the store and everything, and then I found out how much those shoes was. $1,500. I said, I said, and thought, you know what I could do with $1,500, right? <laughs> and then, the, then God spoke to me. He said, stop looking a gift horse in the mouth, please. Can you stop doing that? Stop, you know, enjoy your moment that you're getting with your son. Enjoy it and don't. Don't trip about money because it's not yours to spend. He's spending it on you. Be happy. Enjoy the moment. Okay, so that's what I decided to go ahead and just do. Okay? So next night, I got shoes. We left. We went back home. I tried on the dress, even though it didn't fit quite right. So we tried on the dress. 
I try. I put the dress on. We're going to go out that night. Well, I try on the dress and the shoes, right? <laughs> Child, let me tell you. Ooh. I put them shoes on my feet. And my feet were hurting. Because sometimes... When you get older, you have things like swollen ankles, you have water retention, your feet will swell up, and you might end up with some gout, which I do have. So, gout was not going to work that night, right? Gout was going to show its ugly head, and that's exactly what it did. Oh my God, I put those shoes on in the dress. I say I couldn't walk in those shoes couldn't walk in them. I was so embarrassed because I had to have my son take the shoes off my feet. That's how bad they hurt. So, I changed my attire. Since I couldn't wear the shoes, I didn't want to wear the dress. So, I put on something else. I took the dress off, took the shoes off, and I said, you know, I told Dion, that's my son's name, Dion, I said, look, I'm sorry. I can't wear these shoes. My feet hurt too bad. I'm, that right, especially that right toe. That right toe, and that, that other toe said, oh, that was not going to work, child. I would, I love those shoes. I loved them. Because when I first tried them on, I was dancing in them and everything. I was doing the cha-cha and everything and whatnot. And they, they weren't hurting in. Oh, man, I was so mad the next time. I was really mad at, my, at myself. And I was embarrassed and stuff like that. He said, Mom, don't worry about it. We'll just take them back to the store. Okay? He said, and we'll just find you something else to wear. Find you something that will fit you according to what you're able to wear. So, okay, all right. Okay, so the next day, you know, we, I cooked. Uh, we went grocery shopping. We, we, you know, he said, whatever you want, Mom. Whatever you want, whatever you want, whatever you want. He, you get it. Okay. So, next day, we go back to the store. And we asked the lady, could we return the shoes? And because there's no need for you to buy shoes that you know your feet going to hurt in. Ladies, don't buy shoes that you your feet going to hurt in. Because you really can't wear them. You, you're going to be in more pain than you'd be happy. Then you'll be happy in the shoes. Okay? Word of advice. Okay? Don't wear shoes too small, size too small, because you're trying to look cute, because they're going to mess your feet up, going to get you bunnies, okay? And, um, you know, just because, you know, it's, it's this thing of, you know, know what's appropriate for you ladies. Okay, so, all right, we take the shoes back to the store, okay? And um, they says, we can do store credit. I say store credit cool. So, the lady said, you go ahead and pick out what you want. You got $1,500 to spend. Okay, so I got six pair of shoes. I know they were flats. I know they wear chill. I know I could wear them. They're comfortable, and I tried them on for I left store. Plus, some of them were flip-flops, um, and, and just like the first pair I had bought, and I thought it was pretty because I bought a, I bought a, I bought a flip-flop in each color that I could wear with that one dress, Okay. So I can multitask the shoes, okay? And so then we, um, I picked out some other things. My son picked out some perfume. He said, Mom, you try this perfume on. 
I said, he said, it smelled good. So I smelled it. He said, okay, all right, I like this. He said, all right, get, get. he put that on the counter for the lady to get for me. So then I said, you know, um, you know, he said, well, I'm going to go ahead and get my girl something. I said, you go ahead and get your girl something, you know, get her something nice and pretty and everything. He picked her out this nice leather, picked her out something nice. Okay. So, and then the lady said, well, you still have money left in the store. So I just kept picking, I picked up stuff. And I thought I picked up, you know, $1,500 worth. But, but um, then I come to a total and the lady says, you still have $346 left of store credit. I said, okay, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to just keep that for the next time I come to the store. So I got some jewelry. I got some, I got uh, some more shoes. I got a... Uh, uh, you know, nice things, you know, got a bottle of perfume, and I really enjoyed myself on that trip, I really did, that shopping was good, so then, uh, we leave the store, and I got, you know, all my little, all my stuff with me and everything, we didn't get the dress, we didn't get to see the, see the, see the tailor for my dress, and they called us the next day, they, they called, well, they didn't call the next day, but um, a couple of days went back and my son had to go to Las Vegas for a couple of days. So me and me and um, the mama, the dog, we had fun in the house and, and everything. We had, I was comfortable and nice bed, Tempur-Pedic. Mm-mm-mm, child, that bed was soft. Anyway, so it made me want to get one. That's how good the bed was. So, um... We were sitting there chilling, and like my son came back, and my son came back from his trip on Las Vegas, and then the the lady from we called the lady from the store, lady at the store to see if the tailor could fix my dress. So we went in, we went in that evening. The tailor came in, he gave me the, he measured me nice, and he all he took the dress with him, and we got to talking with the tailor, and he seemed real nice and things like that, and I really liked him, right? Okay, so my thing was when you're getting spoiled, don't ask what the price is about stuff. Just go with the flow. Okay. So the tailor took the dress and it was time for me to take my the next day I was leaving out. I was the day after that I was leaving out. So my son went and got the dress, but he got the, the tailor that had the dress ready by the time I was time for me to leave to come back to Pennsylvania. So, my moral of the story is enjoy your time with your children. Enjoy the moments that you do have, that you do get, that you that you have in that very moment. Enjoy them. Enjoy them to the utmost. And he put some money in my pocket. Enjoy the time that you have with your children because every moment is precious. Enjoy it to the fullest. Okay, babies? So, if you ever go to Miami, whoever lives in Miami, you go to Miami, go visit Deluxe. It's a nice store. Um, I seen, like, you know, I, I walked around the, the, I walked around the mall and walked in the, in the other different stores and things like that. He got me some more other items that day as we was, you know, giving the dress to the, to the tailor. And I seen some other things. I'm going back in that, in the, in that 
shopping. I'm going back to that place to go get some more stuff. So, moral of the story is, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. I had a marvelous time my Mother's Day. I really loved it. Now I'm waiting on my birthday, which is in July. And the next trip I will take will be to Las Vegas, California. Las Vegas, Nevada, 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 okay? Las Vegas, where he lives. He has another house out there. So, enjoy it. Las Vegas, Nevada, here I come for my birthday, my 50th birthday. I'll be 50 this year, and I'm going to enjoy it to the fullest, okay? So, I love y'all, and enjoy the time that you have with your children, okay? I love you, and this has been my episode of My Trip to Miami, visiting my oldest son for Mother's Day. Enjoy it, and I hope you had a pleasant and joyous Mother's Day, too. Okay? I will holler at y'all later. Peace out. Deuces. Love you. Bye, babies.